Moon Podcast Escalation! everyone my name is jordan d white my name is chris sims and this is sailor business it's the podcast where we sit down with a friend and watch an episode of the classic beloved 1990s sailor moon anime and we talk about why it is that we love it so much and i'm excited to talk about this one. Oh yeah how come yeah because i forgot to watch it <sighs> until like just now i just finished it and i'm very interested to see what you two have to say and 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 you only kind of half watched it while you were talking about Frankenstein and uh, and Dracula. I would say I maybe seventy percent watched it, but would <laughs> it have helped if it was one hundred? No. Here's here's what I here's what I took Wait, away from before it. You, you before tell you tell us wrong. that before you tell us, why don't you introduce our guest? Oh, that's right. Uh, we have a wonderful guest. Uh, she is back once again. Kel McDonald is here. Kel, hi. How are you? Hi. Hi, Chris. I'm glad you watched the episode while talking to us about copyright law. Thank you, Kel. I was glad that I did that, too. <laughs> I forget what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's here's what I got from this episode. And you can tell me before we go any further if I'm right or wrong. Um, Sailor Moon's been, like, fighting a baby this whole time. Is that correct? No. Uh, what? No. What? Okay. All right. Seemed like there was a lot of baby fighting going on. No, what? she was not fighting a baby. She, there was, they, they maybe like made her turn back into a baby. Uh, oh, much oh, like when fighting it. Saturn, but. That's a weird <sighs> power move. Yeah. Is to fight someone so hard that you turn them into a baby. Listen, you have a tragic backstory. So what if you got a do over? <laughs> That's essentially what she did. <laughs> I like how passionate you are about this, Kill. It's very exciting. <laughs> Kel, just as a as a preview to what we're in for this episode, you've requested these shows for this episode. Is it because you love it? Uh, so uh, I had not seen past this point in Stars. Oh, and I like Sailor Saturn. Uh, so I was like, I- I'll pick the episode where Sailor Saturn almost does a murder. Okay, I thought you were going to say. Because I like Sailor Saturn. <laughs> and I was about to feel, how is Kel like Sailor Saturn? I gotta hear this. No. Uh, Almost so did a murder. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah uh, I never finished Stars because I am bad at watching subtitled shows. So, so am I, but for different reasons. Yeah, uh, so I watched the new dub. Nice. Which is also what I did for last episode, too. Do you have the new dub for this, Chris? I have not gotten it yet. No? Okay. It is uh, on my uh, Amazon wish list for my impending birthday. <gasps> I buy it on iTunes, so I actually just bought these two episodes, and I'll buy the rest of the season later. I gotta get that physical media. I gotta get that Blu-ray. Speaking of buying it on Amazon, Chris, there was some news you wanted to talk about. There was. There was actual Sailor Moon news the day we are recording this, everyone. It's very exciting. Uh, Sailor Moon is now available in its entirety on uh, Comixology. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's wild. There's some good folks, those Comixology folks. 
That's what I hear. <laughs> Especially their, their Comixology originals and one yes. or two of their Comixology submit books. Yes. That's yeah, that's very exciting. So if you if you wanted to read Sailor Moon and we're putting it off because because you hate holding things in your hands that are made out of paper, uh, now's your chance. You can get it, read it on your phone, or, or if you want, you know, maybe you move a lot and you just don't right. want a lot of books, or you just love Sailor Moon so much that you want it with you in its entirety at all times. Uh, can I tell you, I I have Watchmen on my phone at all times in case I ever want to look at it. Really? <laughs> yep. Hmm. I I have Dragon Ball Z on my iPad because I recently read it all. You Do go. you have Watchmen on your phone because the nine panel grid works pretty neatly on a phone screen? No, but it looks it looks good. Sure. I mean, it's a little okay. small. It's oh. just like I feel like I I feel like you have probably read Watchmen enough where you where you got it. No, man, I get something new every time. Do I think Watchmen's kind of out of new stuff, but that's a discussion for another time. No. It is wild to me that. Sailor Moon has not been on Comixology this entire time. Yeah, it's We've pretty had Comixology for like nine years. It's it's because uh, the creator is very protective of Sailor Moon. So yeah, like she she was sort of opposed to it. Is it is, is it uh, a Naoko Takeuchi decision? It's uh, I I know uh, Zach Davison who translates a lot of manga, and there are a lot of manga artists that are kind of anti digital consumption. Why? Um, I don't know. <laughs> like, I honestly don't know. Like, he's basically no, I mean, I, it's kind of like the older ones. Like, they they've got they don't like you notice that a lot of sort of older manga is not on digital places, and that's partly why is because the creators don't want them to. I am really interested in in the why of that because I will say I am much more likely to jump on a manga if it is available digitally for exactly the space reason. Like, I don't think I've ever read a manga digitally, actually. Well, like I said, I just read all of Dragon Ball Z. It reads real fast. Which is quite a bit of comics. And uh, I got into One Piece digitally because, like, I was really enjoying reading it in print. And then there's, like, a thousand and fifteen chapters. I have read so much manga digitally since getting an ipad that comiXology is putting me on a panel at san diego comic-con to recommend manga to people wow that's a pretty dope panel (laughs) yeah are you gonna recommend sailor moon yes uh i'm also gonna recommend a silent voice uh and this is a preview preview. i'm gonna recommend uh to your eternity uh pluto obviously though pluto might not be on comiXology i should double check that is that the uh pluto is available no i don't believe pluto is available digitally because i had to when i was writing about it uh i had to like request copies from this yeah uh and also fulminal alchemist because fulminal alchemist is fucking great is ranma on there no it is not yeah, I, I don't think anything by um, the Ranma creator is on there, on, is on Comixology, like, because I was looking for Inuyasha and it wasn't on there. Yeah, Rumiko Takahashi. She's great. I've read a lot of her stuff, although not all. I think I only I only read. I, well, I don't I was going to say about half of of uh, Inuyasha, but technically I, it was it was as it was coming out. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much longer it went after I stopped. I just fell out of it by accident. Big soft heads. She, but they're, they're they're adorable anyway yeah 
Chris, you know, there's actually other Sailor Moon news as well. Did you Were you aware or did you not hear about the other news? No. What is the uh, other Sailor Moon news? Yesterday, uh, we're recording this on the 1st of Yesterday, the movie what, where, that imagines yes. what would happen if everyone forgot the Beatles. Right. Um, but I was talking about uh, the day yesterday, which was Sailor Moon's birthday. Yes. Uh, happy Sailor Moon's birthday, everyone. D- did you celebrate, Jordan? Um, no. But... No. Uh, I played a lot of video games yesterday, so that's kind of celebrating her birthday. Uh, I I got ice cream. Nice. Nice. Um, but there was an announcement yesterday, which was that in the year 2020, there will be released a new Sailor Moon movie. Uh, that is incredibly dope. That's right. I saw people talking about the character designs because they look more like the 90s ones rather than the crystal designs. Sailor Moon Eternal the Movie. Can you please show me these character designs? I would very much like to see them. Hold on a second. Yeah, It'll I got take it. Me I got it right minutes. here. Oh. No, no, I got, I got it. Okay. There's a uh, a video on the link I'm sending right now that shows them. Oh no, this is a this is CRISPR. No, that's the old link I sent that explains CRISPR to teach you all something. I hope that this movie is based on the theme park ride. I don't think there's any word on it yet, and I honestly hope that whatever happens at some point. I have to purchase a wand and wave it in the air to lend Sailor Moon my power. Uh, it does have chibi in it, so that's sad. She's <laughs> <sighs> a very important part of the show. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. so we don't know much about it other than it's called Sailor Moon Eternal, the movie. It'll be out in 2020 in Japan. No word on when it will be out in America. I mean, fingers crossed next year as well, but let's find out. It would be really nice. If Sailor Moon things could happen in America in more than two cities, if it wasn't like, look, it is a big deal. And I understand why it's a big deal. I also cried, but it would be great if like Sailor Moon things could just happen. Well, this is a movie, so it's a lot easier. Like I like I I'm skeptical that it would get uh, actual like wide release. I don't know. I feel like uh, more. I've been seeing more and more animes get like sort of wide release at least for a weekend. Well, yeah, I, like I, was, I could definitely see it being like a whatever, like a fathom event or something for sure, like nationwide. I just don't know that they would run it like a regular movie. Yeah, I feel like that the one time like, but nationwide is probably what will happen. And then it'll probably be available, you know, digitally shortly thereafter. But again, Chris, you're talking about a live show. That actually had to bring actual people from Japan to America and move them around. Yeah, but it's the, like they didn't have to bring anybody over for the musicals. And those were like a weird, like special thing. Oh, that they showed in theaters. Yeah, they showed sure. in theaters. Like, just just show the things. I just want to like, I don't want to have to. I was about to say, I don't want to have to arrange my life around Sailor Moon. A bit late for that. <laughs> like, yeah. Here I am. You know, you have a Sailor Moon tattoo, right? Yeah, look, I've I've look, I've done the work. We've all done the work here, Jordan. Uh, yeah, I know. You haven't. What? You've you've done nothing. You do remember again that I have a son named after Sailor Moon character. Yeah, but like not a good one. Oh. <laughs> a good Sailor Moon character, I mean, the son is fine. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but but except that you're wrong about he's a good character. He listen. He does what he's supposed to. Does he, though? Yeah. Be barely a character so that Sailor Moon can shine. Okay. 
That is how a lot of media handles the love interest character. Yeah. I suppose that is true. So that's a lot of big Sailor Moon news. That is a lot of big Sailor Moon news. Obviously, we will have to, since the podcast is ending in mm-hmm. 28 weeks, because we're going to do an episode every week, right? Oh, Jesus. Oh, I, I guess I should say um, this July, which uh-huh. is the month it is now. Yes. Is going to be very packed for me. Oh, yeah. Me too. Is it really for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's going to be, I'm going to San Diego Comic-Con, and then the week after I'm going on vacation. So that's going to be for sure hard to record. Okay, I am doing some traveling for family reasons Mm -hmm. coming up. Uh, And then I am also doing a lot of fun things, but a lot of fun things that I am kind of dreading because it's all happening at once, which I did not realize when I purchased, um, say, non-refundable tickets. Are you going back to wizarding school? No, I am not. Uh, I am going to Merge 30, which is the 30th anniversary of Merge Records. Uh, That's here in town. There's going to be like a really great uh, bunch of bands playing at that. And I'm excited. Uh, Hopefully I will come home early because I'm old. Okay. I am also going to see something very, very special. What's that? What is it? I'm going to see Carly Rae Jepsen live. I, I did figure it out, but it took me a minute because I was like, is there a Xena show? Like, what is he talking about? And then I remembered that's not the real Xena music. <laughs> it's not actually the Xena music. It's the... <laughs> no, I'm going to see Carly Rae Jepsen live. I'm super excited about it. It's in the same uh, venue that I saw Janelle Monet in last year, which was an absolutely fantastic show and among the best I have seen in my life and that's in july uh yeah in fact it is two days before merge 30 so i'm planning my old man ass is going to see two shows in as many days or in in three days good luck chris thank you you're not that old i i got tickets to see uh the alan parsons project (laughs) yeah that's pretty old Here's here's the thing. I'm not actually technically not project, just Alan Parsons because the project doesn't exist anymore. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, thank you for the Alan Parsons clarification. Yes, yes, I could, I couldn't let it go. I couldn't let it let it slip. Sorry. I might not seem that old, Jordan, mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. I like to be in bed by eight thirty. I really do. I know it doesn't seem like it because we're always recording this show well after that time, but it's true. That is so foreign to me, Chris. I I keep those Dracula hours. I used Kel. Listen, I used to, and it's a scam. It's a scam. Oh, I love it. When we started recording, you were a night owl, and you would always complain that I made us get up early. Yeah, and then everything changed, and now you make us record late at night. No, I mean kinda. I mean, I help. The the schedule is is adjusted to suit work needs, and well, m- really much more having a child. I used to. We used to record two episodes at once. Yeah, on every sa- like every other Saturday morning. morning. And now I go to the farmer's market on Saturday. Because again, I'm ancient. All right. Well, that's that's not Alan Parsons' ancient, but it's... it's no, it's there. not Jiminy Christmas. Look, Alan Parsons is great. Okay. That's I didn't I say he wasn't. Good. Because you'd be wrong. Yeah. Look, <laughs> hey, don't get your blood pressure up defending the honor of Alan Parsons, buddy. That's not how anyone should die. I don't I don't want to die. Me, me either. Anyway, so back to Alan Parsons' business. 
No, that's not what we're no? doing. Is that not the show? Is that a later spinoff we're going to do? Uh, definitely not. I think we should talk about <laughs> Sailor Moon. Of course, let's do it. I'm ready. All right, everybody. Today we are watching episode 172 of Sailor Stars. This episode was written by Ryori Yamaguchi. The director was Junichi Sato, and the animation director was Miho Shimagasa. It originally aired on May, on the 4th of May, 1996. All right. I'm not going to say it the way people say it and play into your games. I. Oh. Now I get it. Yeah. It's it's Star- no. No. Now why what do you have against that? I thought you liked Star Wars. It's fine. It's just like I don't like look, look, everyone talks about it every day all the time. Star Wars? There doesn't need to be a special day. You know the only special day people need to worry about is my birthday, which is coming up next month. Maybe well then maybe you should double down on Star Wars Day and when anybody talks about Star Wars not on Star Wars Day, you should be like be like this keep is, Star no, Wars Day. Just... Yeah, exactly. You want me to become a Star Wars fundamentalist? Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the idea is appealing. <laughs> They're not doing Star Wars right. Well, no, I don't want to be one of those guys. <laughs> Hang on now. <laughs> Uh, Hang on, can I can I do the one where I'm like everyone can only talk about Star Wars once a year, but also not do the one where you're like I don't like women. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I don't think. Turns I don't think those two things answer, yeah. mesh. Yeah. All right. Well, then I guess everybody continue talking about Star Wars. <laughs> but not right now. Not right now. We should talk about Sailor Moon, which I prefer to Star Wars. Oh, that's tough. I mean. In principle, I do. That what that is a wild thing to say, Jordan. What do you even mean by that? There's a lot of Sailor Moon that isn't as good as Sailor Moon is. There's a lot of Star Wars that's not very good. <laughs> I know we've had this discussion. I could take or leave Star Wars. I, I enjoy it, but I'm not like a super fan. I definitely enjoy Sailor Moon more. Here's my question. Uh, have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Yeah. <laughs> Have you? Oh. I'm surprised because that's not the kind of story you would hear from a Jedi. <laughs> Why do you have so much of a movie you hate memorized? Uh, because the phrase "Have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise?" is fucking hilarious. I do. I do like uh, some of the weird phrasings from the the prequels. Uh, but no, w- this is not what we're supposed to be talking about. Hey, spinning's a good trick. Yeah, this is a Sailor Moon podcast. You you just complain about people talking about Star Wars all the time. Yeah, yeah. and you then you told the me one. I couldn't. You told me I couldn't complain. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so I'm embracing <laughs> it. To be fair, we did literally okay. say that. Okay, we did. All right, let's let's talk about uh, Sailor Moon then. Now, again, I do want to say I was not joshing around. I did forget we were recording today, so I have just watched this episode very hurriedly while talking about the copyright issues surrounding Frankenstein. Yeah, uh, I told Chris to go watch the episode and I'd talk to Jordan for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked copyright law. It was fascinating. And I didn't want to miss out on the conversation. And the hero's journey to bring it back to Star Wars. How did he get the rights to Star Wars? That's mind-blowing. What? The fact that they agreed to a deal where they were like, Fox... Where they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll distribute your movie, but we want 
we don't need to own any of it. You can keep the ownership. That's bananas to me. But anyway. Oh, I thought you were talking about Joseph Campbell. No, no, we're talking about, yeah, I'm talking about like, IP. That's not how that went. <laughs> no, yeah, no, he doesn't yeah. own Star Wars. <laughs> it would be amazing if he did. I think he's dead. It's because he had his own production company. Yeah, I guess so. It's just again, it's just it's just it's just very shocking. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. So uh as you might recall, our last episode ended with uh these two knife wielding children showing up. To Only menace. one of them has a knife. You don't know that Chibiusa doesn't have a knife. She sometimes pulls a gun. Yeah. She's more of a gun person. It's always safer to assume Chibiusa has a knife, I think. I, they'd hide perfectly in her buns. <laughs> and, and who doesn't love a bun knife? Yeah. We jump back into it where Nelania is going, hey, there's nothing you can do. Mamo's totally boned. And even if you kill me, uh, that's not even going to do anything about it. Like, he's got that that glass in his eye. And it's, unless you can take that glass out of his eye. Uh, I feel like Sailor Saturn's got that giant sharp object. They could have just gouged out that, his eye and been done That with is this. exactly <laughs> what I said. How badass would Mamo look with, a, with an eye patch from now on? I mean, that would be pretty cool. I agree. Do you think, I think if, okay, if you took out mm-hmm. Mamo's eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And gave him an eye patch. He would kind of just look like Professor Tomoe. Well, like color swapped Tomoe. He would look like you know who he would look like is uh, Xander from the comic books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're not a fan of the comic. Hell, that was quite a sigh. No, I I don't like Xander. <laughs> oh, okay, just Xander and Jeff. He, he did break Anya's heart, and I will never really truly forgive him. He's so also... many things that are not Sailor Moon that we're talking about this episode. Because you know why? All of these things make more sense than this episode. <laughs> I This episode made perfect sense. Oh, God, you're yeah, wrong. I, I also followed this episode. Like, it, it follows Sailor Moon logic, but like Good. it's there is a logic to it. Mm, well, we'll get to it, it I is, guess. It is no different than the logic of previous episodes. <laughs> Which, as we know, are the the most logical. Let's we'll talk about it as we get to it. There's a consistency in the thought process of Sailor Moon. Okay, I disagree. I think that the earlier show made more sense than the later show. I mean, what part of the earlier show made more sense? I think start to finish. I feel like making sense is a very generous way to describe. All right. How about this? The first I feel like show. season one gave you all the tools for the narrative to follow logically. Okay. There are definitely fantastic and fanciful elements. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. There are fanciful elements. But I don't feel like I, now maybe I'm misremembering. But I don't remember the the fight with Queen Beryl. Okay, here's the thing. Halfway through season one, Sailor Uh Moon got a gem that healed the evil out of people. No, that was season two. No, because she refreshed all the rainbow crystal monsters and turned them back into humans. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Now fresh. Now fresh. Uh, (laughs) Yes. We both remembered that. So, yes. So, she has always been evil. To heal people of their evil and basically turn them back to before they were evil. Um, yeah, I, I still am not 
buying it. That is a power she has always had. Well, that's not, first of all, that's not always, but it was in season one. You're right. Yeah. It's a power she has had for only slightly less time than she has had supersonic crying. They also had a, a thing in them that was like making them bad. We all have a thing no, in us that's not making necessarily. us bad, For some, it's a lack of education. The, the, okay, my point is that they weren't people who made bad life decisions and she healed their life decisions. They were people what, who had... What was inside of Catsy and Birdie and the rest of the Spectre sisters that made them evil? That's a different thing. That was a different technique. But she still healed them of their evil. Like, that's a power that she has. But that was a different method that she used. You're right. But it's still like her core power set is. It it just, like, variations on that have always been in her power set. Well, so so you want to know what was in them. And the answer I would propose is probably something that Diamond did because he totally did that to Sailor Moon. When did Sailor Moon turn evil? When Diamond like was brainwashing her, and Mamo had to ride a what? What did he ride into the window? She was more unconscious. Didn't he like make her do, go glassy eyed, or am I thinking of a different time Sailor Moon did? Yeah, that? but they weren't glassy eyed when they were running around being evil. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. But they also weren't like world conquering murderers. They were just like shitty. You were. They you were- weren't world conquering murderers. <laughs> Jordan, no. do you need some help moving those goalposts? Uh, yeah, first of all, like and second of all, back. listen, you can say all of the Catsy and Birdie episodes made sense. She does a thing called moon healing on them and she heals them. This one, none of that happened. It's just weird. This is just a weird episode where weird shit happens and this nobody even talks is, about it. She is more evil, so she needs more power. And so then in that case, they forces. better not ever kill anybody ever a fucking again because they... <laughs> They are irresponsibly murdering everyone they've ever stopped. They could have healed all of them. I kind of feel like maybe the Sailor Moon shouldn't kill anybody ever again is something we should all be able to agree on. No, she dusts them. That's what she always does. She murders them. Oh, okay. Those aren't people. There's a difference between the monsters and the people. Well, there weren't because there were monsters that had the moon crystals in them. She just turned them into people. Mm, That's what? Jordan, Grandpa you're, you're is a monster. On, you're off on some some other shit right no, now. Grandpa no, I'm not. Is Grandpa is a monster. Yes, Grandpa is a monster. So is Boxy. So is uh, 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 Rhett Butler. So is Greg. I mean, yes, I agree. But they were people first who were monsters in a past life. Uh, so then it's good that she's killing the monsters. Maybe they'll turn into people someday. Yes. <laughs> How do you define monster? I mean, I think it's pretty evident on the show. <laughs> yeah, the show is like, uh, if they get healed, they're probably not a monster. Because <laughs> Sailor Moon does not kill people, only the monsters. Is that accurate? That's yeah. not accurate. Sailor She's Moon has killed never people. killed a human. What are you talking about? Sailor Moon has killed people. Queen Beryl. Queen Beryl wasn't a person. She was a monster. No, she wasn't. She was a person. No, she was a monster. She had fangs and horns on her shoulders. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that. You're telling me Jedi is a person. Queen Beryl's not. Uh, I mean, he doesn't have horns on his shoulders, so... All right. What happened to, what happened to Prince Diamond? Uh, I don't recall. That was Wiseman killed him. I don't know him. All right. All right. I'll believe it. What happened to Death Phantom? You mean Jedi? 
Def Phantom is a monster. Well, according to Chris, he's Jedi. Oh. His name's honestly once you once your name is Death Phantom. That's just a name, man. That's just a stage name he used. Uh, what happened to season? Uh, who was the bad guy in season three? Uh, Saturn, who's right here about to do a murder. Saturn, who well, was turned Saturn, into a baby. In fact, Mistress Ninety. All right, so she got turned into a baby when, when Sailor Moon um, went into the- a wormhole and explored the Gamma Quadrant for a little bit and came back with a Saturn baby. So the only person that Sailor Moon has ever killed is Queen Beryl. Yeah, because she got turned into a monster. How did the other kings die? What okay. kings? Um, Zoisite killed um Nephrite. Right. Um, then, um, Beryl killed Zoisite, right? Beryl killed Zoisite, and then they tried to heal Kunsite, and he said, No, I refuse, and then died. I mean, I think we right, should specify right, right, that right. you are talking about the anime here because in the manga, they 100% right. kill all the kings. <laughs> yes, in the manga, they kill all the kings. In the manga, <laughs> these, these five teen girls go on a killing spree that is shocking. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. So she's only ever killed one person and then time re- uh, reversed. So she didn't kill that. Folks, person. we're four seconds into this episode. I'm way more than that into it. So Yusagi's climbing through her, uh, Thor, no, her brambles. We, we her still bramble got, uh, Saturn threatening. Oh, you, okay. Let's talk about it. What do you got to say? It's badass as shit. Uh, and- <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah. Sailor Saturn does say, I'm going to hit you so hard I will die. Yeah. Which is about as hard as you can hit anyone. That's later. Yeah, no, I was gonna say that's not yet. I have notes about so that. So it's uh basically Nehelenia turns into a mirror, and that is how she escapes. Uh having a knife to her throat. Nehelenia's yep. powers are ill-defined. Yes, they are. It it's I, I'm telling you they're in Freddy Land. I'm telling you. I mean, like, yeah, presumably. Like, that's the only way and this then, works. But, like, also, Nelania has weird mirror-based powers all the time. hmm Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of, you know, sense. So then Chibi starts McFlying again. Yep. And she's all like, if you remember Sailor Moon, then you'll... uh become you'll wake up and everything will be fine which that was working earlier in the season so sure sure no what the thing that the thing that i still am hung up on about them her fading out like marty mcfly is like i mean whatever look i'm gonna say the same thing over and over again there's no logic behind it it doesn't follow um because it doesn't make any sense why is it happening now why and I don't even mean what now as they fight Nehalenia. I mean, why in this instant is it happening? Sailor Moon is not, there hasn't been a downturn just this second. You know, Sailor Moon is doing the same thing she's been doing for the last however long. I think it's the first time since Chibi Usa showed up that Mamo's life has been in this much danger because while last time he was sick, because Chibi Uso and him were connected, but this is a thing where it was specifically targeting Mamo. So I guess the logic is that Mamo is the weak link. Sailor Moon is an immortal god queen of the universe, but Mamo could go at any second. <laughs> but again, I don't even mean 
why is she in danger? I already covered that. I think it's bullshit that she's in danger from Nehalenia in general. We actually got a letter now about that, by the way. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing about it. Let's talk about it in a second. But I'm saying, I'm saying, why is it in this minute of the episode that it's like, oh no, she's going to start fading out again? Because at least again. It doesn't really make sense in Back to the Future either. But at least in Back to the Future, it's like, oh, in the moment that George is turning away from from the wife or whatever. I forgot her Lorraine. name. Lorraine. Um, that he's turning away from Lorraine. That's when Marty's like really fading out. It's like, oh, no. Because in this exact second, it looks like he's going to lose. But none of that even happens. It's just, I don't know. Like, now's a good time for her to fade out. I feel like she's just been going in and out constantly. And even when she was off screen, we can assume that she was going in and out. Uh, sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to tell us about this letter or you want to wait till the. Yes, uh, the we got a letter break? from our, our pal, uh, Alexander Roloffs, who was on the show to talk about uh, the, uh, the super live. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sent us a letter about a, uh, something that she is not sure if it's canon. So Kel, maybe you'll know. Uh, but she says, I like to believe it is. We never knew if Princess Serenity had a father. Hmm. We only know of the Queen Mother Serenity because it is believed that Princess Serenity was born out of the silver crystal. Therefore, when it comes to Chibiusa, it wouldn't matter who her father is because like Princess Serenity, and I suppose all of the Serenities before and after, she is born from the crystal. So in my mind, Sailor Moon is like Jesus. <laughs> and also, I believe this is where the whole reincarnation thing stems from. So... I guess Mamoru, like anybody could be, it could be Mamoru, it could be Andrew, it could be Alan. That's, that's false. Well, okay, well, we never see who is the king in the Silver Millennium, and it seems like there isn't one, so we have no idea who Princess Serenity's dad was in Silver Millennium, but I don't think that is officially stated elsewhere. Like, so I don't think it's canon. I think this is a person's head canon. But there evidence that um, there's no king in the Silver Millennium. Like, that checks out. Like, it's entirely possible. So, But I think Chibi Usa is fading in and out because Mamo is the one that could kick the bucket at any moment. Yeah. Rather than Sailor I Man. think that sounds much more reasonable to me. And honestly, again, the fact that we didn't see the king doesn't mean there isn't a king we didn't see toilets there's probably toilets what are you talking about <laughs> that is a wild thing to say jordan d white in what capacity just, like just that's where you that's the where your mind goes this is this isn't that kind of show i'm not this isn't some, what this isn't some kind of toilet show i'm not describing them bring, using the toilets we we don't see a lot of things we don't see for you to bring the, your toilet talk to silver millennium is a matriarchy so they could be running sure on it doesn't there is no king queen fucks who she wants uh we'll work out who the princess is later well okay sure that's possible but again the fact that we never heard anything about that means that seems a bit unlikely. Mm -hmm. It says you. They're, they're filling in a blank and there's nothing that confirms or denies their theory. How come Queen Serenity didn't get... Well, we're so... I was going to ask why she didn't get resurrected, but like that's probably way off topic. Because she I, gave well, up her I life mean, to resurrect everybody else. Like That's, that's how it works. It's a sacrifice. That's how it works. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
I mean, also, like, we that brings us into trying to figure out if Usagi, Chibiusa, and Queen Serenity are all different people, different people. or, like, incarnations of the same being, which is the, uh, I believe, is the Aryan heresy. They're different people. Mm. St. Nicholas would punch you in the face for that, dog. Uh, so he can put me on the naughty list. Conflating. That's different. Very upsetting. St. Nicholas thing, you see? See how that works? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I got yeah. it. I got it. It's my present to you. <sighs> Next time, get me a gift card. <laughs> I feel like they're separate people because we get Neo Queen Serenity is still bad at spelling and um, yeah. fakes a cold to not go to parties. So I feel like her personality is still intact. She is not the same person. But we don't know what Queen Serenity's personality was like or if Queen Serenity was also bad at spelling and like to eat sleep and take the easy way out i don't know her sacrificing herself looked pretty hard yeah but like sailor moon is always up for sacrificing herself she's always up to like transform into a white dress and turn into a ghost all right well now now we have not gotten anywhere into the episode and we've been talking for a really long time so we should probably keep going through it a little bit i i agree so uh yeah saturn is threatening nehelenia Usagi is working her way through the brambles. If you well, don't, we got we got to check in with the oh cats. Oh my god! <laughs> what the cats have nothing to say. They just go, yeah. There's a curse. The cats are letting us know that Mamoru is not the only that everyone who's still on Earth got sucked in a mirror. And there's a cool shot of a guy who is stuck in the mirror of his car. It's not everybody, right? It's just the people who got the the stuff in their eye. Yeah, the people who got the stuff in their eye, they're now sucked into mirrors. And I do really like the shot of the guy who is like, got stuck looking in his rear view mirror in his car. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Like I said, Yusagi's working her way up to the castle, and uh, Nahalini is up there talking to them, being like, oh man, you must hate me. Mm, mm, mm. You probably want to kill me. She's like, I'm motivated by spite. Feel really good right now because y'all hate me. Yep. She's definitely that person that uh, is like, I can succeed because you told me I can't. It, it, it's, yeah, she's like so, she's super over the top about it. Like, she's the angriest villain. Oh, uh, is, is Helenia super over the top about something? Is Queen Helenia the queen of the dark moon who lives in a mirror? Well, right. Is she she a little bit over the top about something? Again, you say it like you can't describe every villain they've ever had in those kind of grandiose terms. Yeah, no, they're all a little bit theatrical. But I'm saying I feel like she's the angriest villain they've ever faced. Like, she's so angry about everything. You disagree? I don't know. They're usually pretty angry. Don't Don't forget that she does say later on in this episode. A lot of the villains get very upset about the way... Uh, Sailor Moon or Neo Queen Serenity or Queen Serenity looked at them. Yes. Because Diamond was also very upset that Neo Queen Serenity looked at him a certain way. She's got a powerful glance. (laughs) Uh, A powerful glance. Uh, And then Chibiusa is crying to Mamo and then the gold thing in his eye just starts to flicker so 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 much for there's no way to undo this curse (sighs) Uh, uh, yes that is what happens and uh, i guess that counts as laying the groundwork uh and then while saturn's 
Well, Chibi Usu, like, I guess Nathalania's like, I gotta put more power into my evil glass shard. So she, like, zaps Mamo. Right in the eye. Uh, and it makes it makes Mamo fucking beat like, up Chibi. Slap yeah. Chibi Usu. Yeah. It's more of a shove. It's, it's a pretty aggressive shove. You're right. And then, uh, so then Saturn does. I'm not defending it. I just want to be specific. It sounds like That's you're defending all. it. I get it. I'm definitely not. Of the two of us, <laughs> you would be the one more likely to defend. And yet, it was you. Um, so then Saturn does a move uh, whose name I think is amusing because it's Silent Wall. And I was like, as opposed to <laughs> those noisy walls we normally have. I would say many, if not most, walls are silent. Yeah. Yes. That's, that was that was what I'm saying. Yeah. You could just call it wall. <laughs> But, you know, she's got to get her theme in there. Silent, standing still wall. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it works. It, it blocks Mamo from the uh, the evil energy. Yep, because she's the most powerful. Accurate. So, uh, well, at least that certainly is the way it seems in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Saturn's like, that was fucked up. Exact words. And then you are Mahalini- a depraved woman obsessed with darkness, is what she tells her in the new dub. <laughs> Oh, in the sub, she just calls her a mad woman, but that is that's even better. Yeah, because yeah, because Nehalenia is again laying out her plan. I'm gonna take everything she loves away from her. So like, all of you guys are gonna die. Her boyfriend's gonna die. Um, also, she seems pretty fond of the entire world. I'm gonna kill that too. Pretty great. Yeah, Nehalenia is probably the she. She might not be the most theatrical villain, but she's certainly the one who like wants to completely destroy the world for she no reason. She is the most spiteful. She's the most petty and spiteful. Yes. Well, that's what I meant by angriest. But yes, all right, agreed, agreed. Yeah. She want, she's going to stab people in the eyes and destroy the world. Yeah. Yep. Stab their eyes. Um, <laughs> so speaking of which... <laughs> Just like Cable. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, so this is when Saturn gets to be bad ass. And okay. Kel, this is why you wanted to be here. So let's yeah. let's uh, okay, t- tell so us all about it. Firstly, uh, so she's about to pull her. I'm gonna hit reset on the whole universe spiel again, which is what she did at the end of uh, Sailor Moon Super. No, Sailor Moon S. And this is basically why she's not supposed to wake up is because this is her go-to move. What if we destroyed everything and started over? Honestly, I I'm ready. I think we should. If we're if we're taking a vote on it, let's do it. How does she phrase her attack in the subtitled version? Like the like as in the yeah the name like what of does it? she say? Because in the new dub, she says, "I will eliminate you, the root of this evil, and put an end to everything." Uh, she says, "I will unleash the power of destruction." She said after that, she says, "In the name of Saturn, I will unleash the power of destruction." Yeah. Let's see. Let me go back. You leave me no choice. I will eliminate you, the root of this evil, and put an end to everything. Yeah? Yeah. So they basically did the exact same. <laughs> cool. Which is pretty dope. Yeah. Honestly. And then Net Helena's like, you're not going to do that. That's silly. Like, that would kill you too. And yeah. then she doesn't realize that she is playing, that Saturn has done this multiple times before. And this is what she does. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, my note here is Saturn does not give a fuck. Wait, has Saturn, yeah. has Sailor Saturn reset the universe before? Okay, so 
this is a thing that I think the manga did not mention, but I mean that the anime did not mention, but in the manga, basically, uh, the silver millennium ended because Neo Queen Serenity woke up Saturn. Okay. And said, restart this shit. And like her like dying thing to like make sure everyone got reborn. That was like her safety protocol after Saturn came out and blew everything up. But like, so does that mean it wasn't the past? It was like, like the previous universe. Yeah. Was Silver Millennium like the previous version of the universe? This is on some valuing shit right here. Yes, it was. Uh, And then um, when she went in that wormhole, she did. She destroyed the evil universe at the end of S. So I also this did is not what know Saturn that was does. what was happened. That is yes, wild. she destroyed the whole universe. That is Saturn's go-to move. So Silver Millennium wasn't the past. It was another universe that was destroyed by Sailor Saturn. Yes, wild, exciting, That's crazy. I kind of love it. That means that Sailor Moon is like Galactus. So yeah. So uh, I forget if you read it on air but i sent you a very long email about why saturn has death and pluto has time or more specifically why saturn has death okay i do Um, remember you sending it but i don't remember the answer (laughs) the answer is that um the god chronos with a ch is different than the god chronos with a k Right, right and the god chronos with a k is Zeus's dad, uh, but was a harvest god, so he was supposed to, so he had a scythe and was supposed to be death and rebirth sort of symbolism. And since Sailor Moon's already got the rebirth side handled, Saturn just gets the death side. Uh, wow. Pretty great, actually. That's so that's why Saturn has a scythe, and that's why all of her attacks are silenced because when everything's destroyed, it's quiet. And honestly, who among us would not welcome that right now? Yeah. Oh. Don't don't awe me. I don't want everything to die just yet. No, I just want some. Look, I watch the news every morning. I just want everything to be quiet for once. Oh, you just want the silence. Okay. Mm-hmm. The silence is coming, Jordan. And that whole um, we need to kill Sailor Saturn before she awakens deal with Uranus and Neptune is because they basically assumed that Saturn only destroys the universe and is not capable of making a decision as to when. That's actually pretty. It's like, why was none of this explained to us when these people were talking about murdering a child? Yeah. That would have made it seem even like remotely interesting or acceptable. Agreed. They did say she was going to destroy everything. Yeah, now, hold on, hold on. You're giving us a lot of information that we did not have. This is yeah. all in the manga. Yeah. Now, this is a weird thing to say but mm-hmm. is it really in the manga and i ask that because i feel like we get a lot of information of people being like there's a part of a manga where they say a word and that implies that there's this whole thing no they definitely it is really in the manga it's that like sailor saturn's like job is to destroy the universe well no but the rest of that it's oh. the rest of it um, okay, um, that's great. Because and they do say that she destroyed whatever the universe that the evil people came from. Like that's what was in that wormhole. Wild, wild. Yeah, that's crazy. I think it's pretty exciting though. Yeah, that makes me like this episode even more. Yeah, and that's why Sailor Saturn rules. <laughs> uh, you are not incorrect, Kill. So yeah, 
Sailor Saturn basically says, I am going to hit you so hard, everything will die. Which is great. Jordan, are you reading Justice League right now? No. Okay, well, there was a issue of Justice League not too long ago, like the last issue where uh, Superman hit a guy so hard the future exploded, which is pretty great. That is crazy. Yeah, what was a bad future? What is that even? Don't worry about it. You just need to know that Superman hit a guy so hard the future exploded. Okay. (laughs) Right. So, uh, Saturn, uh, you want to talk about good attack names? This one's good. Yeah. This one is. <laughs> this one is. Uh, Silence Glaive Surprise. Uh, the surprise is the best part, obviously. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. But Nehalenia gets real caught up on the way people look at her again before that. She does. She does not like it when you look at her, and she also doesn't like it when you don't look at her. Yeah, she got a lot of issues with looks. It's best to just not have eyes, I think. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, silent glaive, silent glaive surprise, and it starts to blow up the world. But then. But then. But then there is a hug. Yes, and Chibi Moon says, "Please don't blow up the world. I like you." So she chooses her girlfriend over her family. Yeah. That's not. That's not quite what it is. She chooses her girlfriend over the death of the universe. Well, that's even more messed up. That made it even sound worse. Did it? She, you know what? She's not going to destroy the universe. Just the planet, I thought. It's Earth. No, she's going to destroy the universe. Uh, no, she's the universe. This is where maybe they're in Freddy oh, World. Oh, oh, sorry. That right. might be why Saturn is okay, okay with blowing up the whole universe. Because she's like, this is an evil universe. So we're good. Right. Saturn's going to destroy the universe. Right, right, right. I yeah. forgot. Sorry, sorry. I was thinking about Nehalenia is not going to destroy the universe. No. Pay attention to the show, Jordan. Oh, so, uh, yeah, I know. That's Have you even watched it? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Didn't seem like it. I've been winging it this whole time, and I thought I could get away with it, but I can't. For, like, for 172 episodes, you mean? Yeah, I've never watched a single episode. It Honestly, I suspected from yeah. the beginning. Oh, wow. So, Nehalenia puts Saturn in a mirror. Yes. Uh, I found the part of the manga... They say, we watch Sailor Saturn take up her silent glaive and slowly swing it towards, swing it downwards, and the Silver Millennium quietly fell into ruin. Wow. Okay. So then, yeah. She did. She rebooted the universe. Yep. This is all crucial information. I mean, yeah. yeah. They really should have made that explicit in the anime. I would have appreciated it. Uh, so at this point, I now believe... she's in a mirror, so she can't destroy the Freddy Land universe. Yeah. And... So wait, you're you're suggesting she was only going to destroy Freddy Land, not the real universe? Yeah, I feel like that's maybe what she was running on. That Freddy uni- that this was this Mirror Land Dream World was a separate universe, so she could maybe just take out the bad guys this time, much like she did in S. Saturn gets put in a mirror. And then mm-hmm. uh, Sailor Moon shows up. And Nehalenia has made the crucial mistake of arranging all of the Sailor Senshi in sort of a semicircle around where Usagi is going to be. Bad move, if you've ever seen the show before. Um, but I think at this point, we really have to talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, which elephant? In which room? Uh, Nehalenia's throne. Yes. Okay. It's an elephant. It, is it? 
It's it's two elephants. Uh, it's in the room. Because she ran a circus. Yeah, she did. Kind of. It's it's an elephant. It's an ele- you just Wait. You see what I Kel got it. Kel. Yeah. Speaking of Kel getting it. <laughs> yeah. Can you explain to us if Nehalenia was Zirconia? I don't remember that part. Oh, damn it. She might have been, but I don't remember. Because when she became old and ugly at the end of last season, she looked exactly like Zirconia. And it was like, wait, what? Yeah, I I don't remember. I, I don't really like Super S, so I, I try not to revisit it. It's not it's good. bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what happened? Something really exciting. Um, let me tell you what it is. It's the uh, the nightmare is over. Yeah. Uh, Chibi Yusa dies. Jeepers Christmas. <laughs> She she's lying there and she's Marty McFly. <laughs> and she Marty McFly's she like nephrites. She's yeah. she's like uh Yamcha in that crater. I don't know what that is. It's from Dragon Ball Z. Okay. A lot of people listening got it. She turns into little fireflies and drifts away. Yeah. Which I feel like, like she should have just disappeared. It's it's the real Owl City. <laughs> Owl City. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, I got myself with that one. I don't care if either of you laughed. I uh, no, got me. We did. We did. She she oh. did. Death by Owl City. Yes. So uh but she says, uh, I have faith in you, Sagi, right before she turns into ten thousand fireflies. Yep. And uh and uh that is our act break, and I wish I would have thought ahead to have that song to drop yeah, in here. No, it's okay. Yeah. We forgive you. Yeah. I mean, you did forget to watch the episode, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I get a thousand hugs from 10,000 lightning bugs as they tried to teach me how to dance. Hey, Jordan. Yes? If you could take a break from rooting for the death of a child because you hated her when you were 15. I don't have to. She's dead. Uh Uh-huh. She'll never be back. Uh, could you please tell everyone how they can support the show if they would like to? Well, it's easy. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash sailor business and you can support the show for as little as $1 a month and for as much as $60,000 a month. Anywhere in between also would work. It helps us so much. It helps us get this get the show done. And on your end, you don't just get to feel good about yourself. You also get access to uh, a new audio uh outtakes thing that just went live for those people doing five dollars a month or more you get a pin if you're at the fifteen dollars or more level um and uh you know also there are like goals that we set so if we get to a certain amount per month we'll add uh those things to our 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 production schedule and things like that it should be a lot of fun and you can join in and help out that's right uh, you can listen in on the outtakes, like me explaining the Japanese Space Exploration Agency to Jordan for like five minutes. <laughs> Is that Six... true? That's very funny. Yeah, it's in, the, it's in the last one. You remember when I explained JAXA to you? It's it's good content. No, you're going to have to explain it to me again, actually. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we've, we're going pretty long already, and we already have read a letter, so I think maybe we should just dive back into the episode. Okay. Kel, you doing good? Yeah, I mean, unless you have other letters that you need to read, but... Nope. Yeah. Uh, Also, no uh, new patrons this week, but thank you to everyone who has gone to patreon.com slash sailorbusiness and uh, thrown in a little bit of money to help support us. Uh, We appreciate all of you, no matter uh, how much you donate. And we also appreciate the people who just listen. We're very appreciative. 
Yeah, agreed. Uh, all right, so let's get back to it then. Agreed. How sad. The crystal of your love, your daughter, is gone. Yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. all like, oh, drinking those sweet, sweet tears. Yeah, Nihilinia really is the most evil villain, right? <laughs> she's just petty. Yeah, but she's it's like... It's a different type of evil. Like, there's a type of evil where it's more cold um, and sort of uncaring about who gets in the way of their plans. Uh, but this is like a very petty and vindictive sort of evil. I don't feel like I remember anyone else being like this stoked about murders, but maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe this is recency bias. No, no, I, I'm pretty sure you're right. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. If he, Cause the rest of the villains have been like, we have our goal and we're just going to murder people on the way to our goal. Right. Which I don't think petty and vindictiveness is more evil than that goal. Like one is very cold and unfeeling, but this is like burning hatred. Well, she, I mean, has anybody, has there ever been a villain who is just about vengeance? No, right? Yeah. This is the first villain who is like, fuck you, fuck your family, fuck everything about you. Yeah, yeah. She really does not want anything but to to hurt usagi like she uh usagi asked her why did you do such a cruel thing and she says i did it all for my revenge against you uh in order to make you experience the same loneliness that i felt which is a bit much it's a lot um her so she is this when she starts telling her backstory yeah this is when they retcon the shit out of her backstory yeah this this I'm is pretty very sure different from what she was in the last, last season. season yeah it's not like, I mean, again, it's not like this is a year later. Like, they were making those episodes and these episodes pretty much right in a row, right? Like, yeah, this is like two months later. They should have really yeah. had their shit together, but okay. I do remember seeing a scene with the court, the, the, the moon court, like, saying stuff. This part is closer to the manga. I feel like it's maybe the manga happened and they're like, oh shit, we need this to be the backstory for stuff to happen that's later. Um, I guess we'll retcon it now. Like, wasn't there a scene where where we saw like everybody in her court was like super weird? We saw like her be like obsessed with being beautiful and stuff. We did see that. Yeah, I do remember that. So we did mirror. see her court, but and she was like, they only liked me because I was pretty, so I had to stay pretty. And I remember, and that, in fact, I, that, oh, jeez. And I remember that being like possibly fitting with the zirconia thing, where it was like only the reflection was beautiful, stayed stayed young and beautiful, and maybe zirconia was like mm -hmm. the real self. But again, it was super unclear. Yeah, I don't believe we've seen Helenia as a child queen before. I don't recall it anyway. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, they're not saying it happened to her when she was a. No, they did. They they showed her as a child making the deal with the mirror. Before? No, just now. Just now. The thing is, is that her eyes glow after she makes the deal with the mirror. So, do you think that maybe she is also being corrupted by some outside evil force? Oh, almost assuredly. <sighs> like that's kind of the way yeah. Sailor Moon works, right? Yeah. Like goodness is inherent and evil is an outside force, which is actually like a pretty pleasant way of looking at things, I think. Well, don't forget that 
there is someone manipulating her right now. And so the question is, is that same person someone who manipulated her back then as well? It's a heck of a question. Yeah, I think I think that's what's going on. Because, yeah, remember, she was she was happy thinking Sailor Moon was dead and somebody came to her and went, you know, she's not dead, right? Okay. So this is stuff that's like, think about Diamond was getting manipulated by Wiseman. It turned out that Professor Tomoe was also being manipulated slash brainwashed by someone. And now we have Nehalania was also being like manipulated and brainwashed, maybe. And I'm pretty sure that they implied that someone made Beryl like they manipulated Beryl into starting that rebellion. Mm -hmm. Some outside force has it out for the Moon Kingdom. (laughs) Very true. I didn't remember that somebody manipulated Beryl. I think it was she had a crush on Endymion, which is why she turned him into a hot pocket. Yep. And the basically some someone like basically convinced her that like his affair with Sailor Moon was like jeopardizing the earth and uh, aren't those moon people suck? Shouldn't you overthrow them sort of deal? Aren't they suck? Aren't they terrible? Don't they didn't they get overthrown? The stupid immoral god queen of the universe. Yeah. <sighs> That's what she So does. somebody is messing with people. So Nehalenia is just like, my life sucked. I was alone all the time. And the way that I escaped from being alone was by looking at how awesome I was in the mirror. Then some asshole put me into a fucking dark dimension. That was you, by the way. <laughs> and you, who has been surrounded by friends all the fucking time, why don't you do me a favor? suffer terribly and die it's weird that this show uh, predicted reddit so well (laughs) it did (laughs) she does say suffer terribly and die yeah suffer terribly and die again pretty great actually like i'm not like in favor of suffering terribly and dying but sounds like you are but okay yeah i'm not well no i'm not no well no and then like even though then she hits sailor moon with a shit ton of black lightning powers well she she actually she holds her up by the throat first well she i thought she bashes her around with lightning oh she does that and then picks her up by the throat and she does that earlier when she says suffer terribly and die she's got her by the throat that's what that's all yeah and then the problem is as referred to earlier sailor moon looks at her with pity even while she's choking her to death and that makes Nehalenia so upset, she throws her down on the ground and, like, flips out. And Sailor Moon says to her, hey, you know what? That suck. I don't think I could have handled that. Yep. Yeah. Then we play She's very all empathetic. <laughs> Actually, she says, I could never bear the loneliness the way you did. At which point I went, she didn't bear it that well. <laughs> she kind of went yeah. off the deep end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She actually did a very poor job. <laughs> we get some really good animation in this fight, too, by the way. Yeah. Fight. Uh, also, Sailor Moon is uh, straight up John McLeaning right now. No shoes. Oh, yeah. In this room full of mirrors. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Again, something for everyone. Is that? And Sailor Moon is basically oh. like, taking your loneliness out on me isn't going to make you feel better. Uh, no, actually, no, opposite. She goes... Yeah. She oh, not the opposite, but but it's more nuanced. Oh than yeah, that. no. She says, like, "Kill me." She says, "I yeah. get it." 
to make you feel better. I get it. You're upset at me. That makes total sense. You know what you should do? Kill me. But all my friends, you should let them go. And you know what? They'll forgive you and become your friends. I, I'm skeptical that that yeah, would be the problem. I feel like that probably would not happen. Yeah. <laughs> but she, that's what she promises. Her friends, that, like, actually, okay, come on. Come on. Tell me you don't want to see that. The Hellenium murder Sailor Moon. And they're all like, well, we, I guess we gotta hang out with Nelania all the time. <laughs> I feel like usually there's a longer period of time between a murder. And, like there's at least <laughs> two Fast and Furious movies between murdering someone's friend <laughs> and you being yeah. friends with them. And then, But if your friend promises, you got no choice to honor them. That's true. And then Sailor Moon's dramatic friendship frees everybody and gets rid of the glass in Mamo's eye. Yeah, you know what I don't like? Uh, is this close-up shot of glass coming out of Mamo's eye. That's the best part of the episode. Ugh, um, ugh, it's awful. I hate it. It's ugh. But it's like you said, yes, her just being nice, it, the, the, the bad stuff just stops happening because niceness is in its presence. Yeah. And then Chibiusa comes back. I'm sorry, Jordan. Oh, I didn't believe it would happen. The crystal of our oh. love, Chibiusa. But wait, but wait, no, let's talk a little bit more about this whole thing of like uh the fact that uh they're literally like the, the glass just comes out of her of his eye, like just because she's being happy, and then the scouts just burst Sailor out of the mirrors. Moon constantly has the power to like heal people of evil things. Like Guess what? when Guess what? she taps into it. Sailor Moon, not in this scene yet. No. This is Usagi. But she has the silver crystal around her, uh, still in her brooch, even though she is not currently Sailor Moon. <laughs> Hang and on. And that is clearly where it comes from, because she got the power as soon as she got the silver crystal. Jordan D. White, are uh -huh. you currently positing that Sailor Moon and Usagi Skino are two different people? No, but I'm positing that Billy Batson can't lift a tank. She has to transform. So you think, I'm sorry, you think this is more of a Billy Batson, Captain Marvel situation? Than, uh, than a Peter Parker situation? A hundred percent, yeah. Yusagi does not have the powers. She gets them when she turns into Sailor Moon. And I'm saying the healing powers come from the Silver Crystal, which is separate from her Sailor Moon powers. I would say those come from within. Yes. She doesn't use the Silver Crystal. It's right there on her. Yeah, she still doesn't use it. <laughs> she doesn't. Also, she hasn't healed her yet. She heals her later. Um, when she is. No, Sailor but Moon. she's healing Mamo's eye. That's how the glass comes out. Again, not on purpose. Because if that was a thing she could do, she would have done it. She doesn't use her super crying power on purpose very often, so. This episode really, I think I said this last time, but like these episodes really only work if you look at them as happening very metaphorically. Yes, that is accurate and not pleasant, but yes. Right? Like, I mean, like, listen, I love the, the Prisoner, a show that. I also feel like we talked about The Prisoner a little bit already. I'm sure we have. But my point is that I love that. And that's a show that, like, psych goes, psych, you thought this was real? It's not. <laughs> and I think that works. But, like, 
I don't know. I like Sailor Moon. I want it to have more of a sensible plot. Um, also, so the Sailor Scouts all come out and they're like, now we got to trans- uh, combine our powers and you know what to do. And I was like, how funny would it be if they were like, <laughs> if they just were like, hey, you know, we can all be friends. And then they all set free and then they're like, okay, now kill the shit out of her. <laughs> like, I so wanted them to just moon dust her after that, but they didn't. Brutal. <laughs> And so Nehalanya tries to lightning everybody, and that does not work. And in fact, it just gives Mamo a costume change. Oh, it does? (laughs) Okay, I was wondering when that happened, because I saw him in his armor later, and I was like, what the fuck? She she black lightnings him, and he protects Chibiusa, and then suddenly he gets uh, his prince outfit. I think I actually have a sound clip for that. Let's hear it. No. No, because it's not Rose at all. He gets armored. It, yeah, every Rose has its thorns, Jordan. No, he's not. It doesn't have a thorn. He has his armor. Yeah, it's a metaphors. Keep up. That's, no. 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 Anyway, they all care bear stare her. I like that Uranus and Neptune are included in this power of friendship thing when they were definitely super. We should just kill everyone a few seasons ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I don't think they ever really stopped. Yeah. Oh, no, they're very pro-murder. They did not learn any lessons yeah. other than, oh, I guess that one person didn't have to die that one time. <laughs> yeah. Always an exception that proves the rule. <laughs> um, so they all care bear stare her. And Sailor Moon gets an instant transformation, which is not normal for her, but it was pretty nice. And then it gets even weirder because she takes out her wand. She's healing her of her evil. Right. Except that she doesn't heal her of her evil. She. Well, I don't even know what to say. What happens is Nehalenia all of a sudden opens her eyes and finds herself a child again in the throne room she's like oh what did i just fall asleep but now people actually like her right wait i'm sorry we're not going to talk about how the 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 scepter turns into a staff oh that's super important and it's like he gets a wizard staff yeah 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 it's fine yeah okay memo has a growing staff all the time it's not new gross (laughs) gross i wasn't talking Uh, about his penis Super gross. I did not mean to say Also, also, healing her of her evil shatters the mirror that she probably made the promise with. So, yes, but the question is maybe all that evil comes from the mirror. I'll buy that. But what happens is what I'm asking. Because again, I think she's just in a nice dream now. She's trapped in a nice dream rather than like blank void. Cool. So the happy ending is now she will live in her mind forever. I mean, that's what she was doing beforehand. So <laughs> I know, but she was evil and she deserved it back then. Uh, it's just now she gets a nice dream rather than like blank void. This is so. So speaking of movies, I like this is like end of Brazil situation. OK. OK. Good movie. You should see it. Uh, not really I've a Gillian it. guy, but OK. All right. That's fair. So anyway, so I guess she lives in a dream forever. 
So they say it's a brand new beginning. So either she's in a dream or they literally like turned back her lifetime and prevented her evil mirror like promise. But I can't believe that's it, because that would mean that like they changed the the history. They change they change the timeline all the time. Literally. Yeah. No, they've we've never seen them do it. That's the entirety of season two. Is is the bad guys trying to change it and them failing? Uh, no, and and everyone succeeding at taking over crystal points a thousand years earlier than they should. No, that's not true. The bad guys start the show in with with Crystal Tokyo or with Neo Tokyo or whatever the fuck it's called, Crystal Tokyo, uh, and it's still there the whole time. They just attack it with a bunch of spaceships. And blow it up. And then they rebuild it. Mm-hmm. They don't change anything ever. It's destiny. <laughs> so anyway, look. Nahalini is done. So basically, Sailor Moon's solution was, you have a tragic backstory. What if you had a do-over and your tragic backstory didn't happen? Like, why doesn't she do that for everybody? I mean, that's a good question. Yeah. Hey, Tomoe, what if you didn't? become host to a weird alien entity. Hey, uh, Beryl, what if you didn't get convinced to do this? Hey, Alan and Ann, what if you were just nice? None of that happened in, in, in dream space, though. In fact, uh, I have a guest here who can help explain all this. Uh, it's Neil Gaiman. Oh, the, the creator of the recently announced uh, Sandman for, was it Netflix or Hulu? I forget which. Netflix. Netflix. There you oh, go. that's going to be so good and relevant. Neil's Neil's just here to tell me that that stories uh-huh. are are magic. Wait, but he didn't tell you what you're telling us before he even told you. No, no, he he's not on mic. He's not mic'd. I only have the one microphone, so just well then move over. No, I'm good. He's I only Neil have the one Gaiman. chair too. So he's is always it, here. Is it not a rolling chair? I mean, it is, but like so I'm I'm kind of comfortable where I am. Ah, uh, that's so rude. Yeah, Tell well, him congratulations on the on the television deal. I will not. Okay. So that's the episode, everybody. <laughs> it, you know, we did not do the title bit. I know. I realized that not. partway in. Do we want to do it now? I don't know. We've got lessons we need to learn now. Okay. I learned that spite is a powerful motivator. Uh, absolutely accurate. I mean, the, the main thing I did learn was that Saturn doesn't give a fuck, but that barely counts. So I learned that, uh, yeah, if you get to stare into a mirror, it stops you from being lonely. How about you, Chris? Uh, I learned that uh, if things aren't going your way, just blow up the universe and start over. So wait, you learned that from Saturn? or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's full of good ideas. I mean, she was like a baby like two days ago. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what's your point dog it's eleven thirty. love it so yeah i i kind of really like these episodes but i wish it was made this is gonna sound weird i wish it was made more clear that these were not real <laughs> that the, it was taking place in some kind of weird mindscape you know yeah that would have helped also you know Letting people know earlier that Saturn blows up the universe is would have helped too. 
Yeah, that would have been like a crucial reveal. Wait, did we not find that out? I thought we did find that out. No, like, I mean, like, finding it out at the, like, at the end of S. Like, they kind of tell you. Oh, you mean that, that, that this is the second universe, at least. That part? Yeah. If we knew that, like Shaq Fu, this entire show was taking place in the second world. I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't know if that is as relevant as all that. I think it would have, no, if. I feel like that Neptune and Uranus did say that she will destroy everything. And those, they didn't say that they watched her do it before, but. No, um, no, 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 that's the part I think he's talking about. Like the fact that she's done it before and that's where, that's how the, because again, we were just talking about last episode about the idea that the Silver Millennium was a thousand years ago. And apparently Mm -hmm. it wasn't. It was a universe ago. It's a different universe. And uh, also, I think if Neptune and Uranus in S had said, oh, and we watched it happen, like that also like makes their pro martyr stance more uh, understandable. Um, although. Because if it's a thing they know in theory versus a thing that they witnessed, those are two different things. No, I agree with that. But what I was going to say is that they witnessed it happen and everybody's okay. I wouldn't say they're that. in a completely different universe right, where everybody was reborn except for mom. Where like six people were reborn <laughs> and two cats. Well, hold on, but you don't want to say that because if if it's only the six of them that got reborn, when it's it's the nine of them that got reborn, if it's only them, the then ten. that means Saturn murdered untold billions, and I don't think we want to say that. Don't we, though? Well, if they're trying to say that's why they want to murder a baby, like, that's a good justification for wanting to murder a baby. Ah, I guess. And with that, <laughs> I think we've come to the end of the show. Oh, I can't wait to move on from here. Yeah, it uh, it looks like next week's going to be a very different show. Yeah. And I am excited and terrified. Yes. That's the show I've been waiting for. Was this episode Chibi Usa's last episode? Uh, I don't think so. It might be. That would be amazing. Wait, do we, does Chibiusa like leave? She does indeed leave. Wow. But she didn't leave, uh, so they're not going to just have her leave between episodes, would they? Yeah, she leaves. <laughs> between episodes? Yeah, she's just gone. I'm double checking. Yeah. I mean, Wait. great. I'm looking for her last appearance. I found her first appearance. I'm looking for her last one. No, she's going to be back before the end of the show, for sure. Wow. Don't you feel bad now? What all the mean things you said about this child? No, I will have a fucking party. That'll be the saddest party. Yeah, probably. Yeah. This is my grown man party for when this cartoon girl left this show I like. Listen, are you trying to get me to, like, stop doing the show or something? (laughs) No, 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 no. The show is fine. The show is very adult. Okay, good, good, good. The show is very mature. (laughs) It deals with mature themes. Like what we talked about Jedi doing that one time. And wait, what, and what about Dr. Tomoe does? Nope. Nope. Yeah, okay. Uh, she she does leave in between episodes. This is her last episode. Of the, wow. No, hold on, hold on. You're telling me she never comes back ever. Chibiusa went back to the future. No, no, uh, I believe that. I'm I'll saying spring. there's no way she doesn't come back before the end of the show. I will remember. She makes a small cameo in a dream. She does not come okay, back. Okay, great. Will you remember this is like better than, a, than the end of the horse. No, okay, it's not. Leave the memories alone. 
Jordan. Oh, by the way, there was a part in this episode where uh, Chibiusa was dead. And uh, yeah, you mentioned it once know, or twice. Was and uh, Usagi was like, why did you do that? What did she do? And it was like a bunch of stuff. Like what? Don't you remember? She was like hiding that horse I was trying to kill for like 50 fucking years. <laughs> Yeah, That's I true. Mean, the, <laughs> her motivation on that was fairly clear. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's it. That's a series yeah. wrap on Chibiusa. Everybody, please write in with your with your thoughts about Chibi. Seriously, I would love to read them. And where can everybody write in, Jordan? Oh, uh, great question. I don't remember the email. <laughs> Sailor Business Podcast at right. gmail.com. Sailor Business Podcast at gmail.com. Where very easy where to Chris, remember. It's the name of the show and the thing the show is. Right. And Chris gmail. checks the emails there. Um you should uh mm-hmm. write to him and tell him uh all the things you want him to tell us on the show. If you have made an AMV tribute to Chibiusa set to In the Arms of an Angel by Sarah McLaughlin, that would be really please weird. please send it. Also, please like make that now if you have not made it yet. Where else, Jordan? Where else can they find us? Um, they can also find us at Sailor Business on Twitter. They can find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason on mm-hmm. Twitter. He does a, a lot of other shows that you should check out, and he'll tell you about them there, I'm sure. Uh, you can find me at Crackshot with a zero for an O. Hey, uh, Kel, what about you? Uh, you can find comics that I make at kelmcdonald.com. I'm on Twitter at Kelhound, uh, which is spelled like Hellhound, but with a K. I do a podcast called Dirty Old Ladies with uh, Spike Trotman and Amanda Lafrenet, which is advice for wannabe comic artists. I also have a Kickstarter running. It might still be running when this one goes up. And that's for an anthology called Can I Pitch a Werewolf, which is cute, goofy werewolf stories, and you should back it. Nice. And apparently you will be hosting a uh, or you'll be on a panel about manga at San Diego. Yes, I'm on three panels at San Diego. I'll be at San Diego Comic Con. I'm on three different panels, one for Comixology Originals, one for manga and one for marketing yourself in comics. Jordan, you going to be at uh, San Diego? I am. I think this is this is the first time back there since I asked you to do this show. Uh, it might be. I, I can't remember. I know I have been back since. I don't think I have. I think I think I went the next year after. No, no, I. Mm? When did Gotham premiere? I don't. Uh, I mean, because that would have been the last year I was in San Diego. It's over now, so it was a while ago. Um, it was yeah. before. It was when we were announcing the Star Wars books, and so that was a, a quite a while ago. And that's when I asked you, "Hey, do you want to do a Sailor Moon podcast?" Yeah. Wow. Who's what podcast are you going to launch after this San Diego? Uh, I mean, not one with you, I guess, because you won't be there. So Ouch. I'm just going to run into a random Jordan. Person. Let's talk a Buffy podcast. <laughs> Slayer business. Finally. Yeah. Love it. Uh, do you do not have the rights to that name? I will sue. So you could do your <laughs> Slayers podcast. Yep. Get out of here with that shit. Unbelievable. You don't even know. What, you Slayers even know about is it. also good. No, I don't. I don't know anything about Slayer. Kill. what if you did Slayer business and Slayer's business at the same time? <laughs> That'd be great. That's that's how we'll work it out. All right. That's it, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us for episode 172 of Sailor Moon. We will be back 
next time for ne- not necessarily next week, but next time with episode 173 of Sailor Stars, which is called Farewells and Encounters, the Transitioning Stars of Destiny. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.